0: Welcome to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. We're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio, and we are happy to have you on board. Happy to have you on board this journey, and it is a journey. Uh, there, yeah, you know, the it's not about the destination as much as it is about the journey. And for us, the journey is is shining the light of truth on the educational landscape in this country and thereby shining some hope and thereby taking education back, regaining what we once had. And one of the best ways of doing that is through knowing our history. You know, yesterday, we revisited the history of Harvard, and we've done that from time to time here. I'm just... I'm shocked. I'm astonished when I go back and see what Harvard was founded as and what it's become. And the reason, my friends, Harvard has become what it is is strictly due to the fact that there was a generation that didn't know why it was founded, there was a generation that didn't know its history. And because a generation didn't know its history, then Harvard could be transformed into something else because nobody knew what its purpose was. This is why you know the Marxists would love to, to not have the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution taught in our schools. Because if they... It, if they could raise a generation of kids that didn't know what the history of this country was and what its purpose was they could fundamentally change it as barack obama said he wanted to do fundamentally change it now now uh, because they cannot dispose of the declaration and the constitution in the schools you know it's going to happen what they have done is lie about it. they've lied about it. they have said that the Constitution means yeah it, it means something else. the Declaration means something else. They were extremely successful with this in terms of the First Amendment. They can't get rid of the Constitution. So if we can't get rid of it then well let's um, let's say it, it it means something completely different than what it means let's say it means the opposite of what it means let's take the first amendment let's take that establishment clause which you know means that congress does not have the authority to establish a particular christian denomination that would rule and reign over this country congress doesn't have that authority let's let's change that definition let's twist it Let's make it mean something else. Let's. Ooh, 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 I got it. I got it. Let's. Let's say that if if a student prays at a public school and because it's a public school receiving public funds, then it's the same thing as if Congress is establishing that religion. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah. Let's say that. Let's get some people on the court that would go along with that. And lo and behold, I mean the Constitution is still taught, mind you. But it's it, it it's taught to mean something else. Oh, oh, and, and let's take the Declaration of Independence. And you know, let's say that Jefferson lied when he said all men are created equal. How could he believe that? Because he had slaves. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's say that. And then and and, and then, you know, let's develop this 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 mode of history and we'll call it the 1619 project and we'll tell people that in 1619 the first slave ship landed and america was founded on slavery on their, their 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 greed and lust for power and money and 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 slaves yeah yeah america was founded to be a slave state that was the purpose and so history becomes something else and because history becomes something else, the country becomes something else. And now we've we, you know, we're in the process of raising generations of, of Americans who don't know the purpose of the country. They they don't understand its 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 reason for existence. They 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 don't know that slavery was an evil that was spread throughout the globe they don't know that tyranny and despotism were evils spread throughout the globe. And, and America was founded for the purpose of their destruction. America was founded as a Christian nation for the purpose of destroying those evils. Uh-huh. you know but that, that that isn't it's not a part of our of our education. History, accurate, actual history, is no longer a part of our education. And so we don't know. And so our politicians don't know. You know, we have politicians in Congress who currently think that the separation of church and state is language in the Constitution, language in the First Amendment yeah you know, we've we've talked about this. I've I, I've read the story to you from David Burton's book where he's having this conversation with a with a congressman who uh who was also an attorney and you know believed that that in Congress we could not do anything about uh you know prayer in public school or in public places because, well, it says you know the separation of church and state. And the First Amendment, David Barton's, David Barton's like, what? It doesn't here. You know, show me. Here, here's a copy of of the First Amendment, it, I, or just the Constitution. Find it for me. And the guy's like, yeah, I'll find it for you. And he flips to the First Amendment, and he discovers that it doesn't say that, and he's embarrassed. He's embarrassed because he's an attorney who went to law school, who's a sitting member in Congress, who believed something about the constitution because he was taught that by his professors taught that by by those in charge of his education so number one he's embarrassed about that number two he's embarrassed because he never read it he's a sitting member in congress he's been to law school and he's never read the first amendment this is this is what our education has produced in this country and it's not by accident. It is not. It's not by accident. I wish I could say it was. I wish I could say it was due to incompetence. But it's not due to incompetence. It's, it's it's due to very competent individuals who have a plan, and they're going about that plan, and and that plan is working beautifully to this day. I mean, it's taken them a while. It's taken them decades. You know, centuries even. But they're getting there. And we haven't been paying attention. We have thought that that the battle was taking place in the political arena, and on the political front. And for decades, right under our noses, unbeknownst to us, the battle has been taking place in the educational arena, on the educational front. And the battle has been for the hearts and minds of our kids. And uh, and we we've been clueless about it, really, until recently. Uh, really, until until COVID. I mean, there you know there were those who were awake prior to COVID and, and understood what was happening. Uh, I, you know, I remember when we started Waterbrook in the fall of two thousand and seven, and you know there were there were people at church, people that. You know, we're public school teachers who were public school administrators, you know, people who were involved in public school who, you know, who were excellent people, excellent individuals. And they would, you know, say to Cindy and I, you know, why are you doing this? I mean, the public school is fine. I mean, the, you know, people think that you're going to, you know, your kids are going to be turned into a certain way in public school. No, the public school is fantastic. I mean, they would say that to us. And you know, we would just say, uh, you know, okay. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, you can you can think that, but we're going to provide an alternative. You know, we want to provide an alternative for families who want the alternative. Uh, You know, so there were some of us who were awake, you know, before COVID. But but then there were you know a lot of people that weren't. Once COVID showed up, though, and once kids came home. And, you know, and in a lot of places, parents could see what was happening and they start scratching their head. Oh, this is what you're learning. You know, why are you learning this? Or, or or, you know, when when the fall of 2020 rolled around and now we're getting into the 2021 school year. And these schools don't want to open back up teachers, union members. Are you know complaining and 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 really being adamant about school staying closed while they're you know in the Bahamas and on their vacation in, you know in Mexico or wherever Cancun, Cancun, you know wherever they are, uh, you, you know adamant that it's not safe you know to come back to school while you know they're on the public dole just out lollygagging out enjoying the sunshine having their their little vacation. But by golly, we can't go back to school. And that, again, started opening up the eyes of of parents. And then we roll out of COVID, and it's almost as if this thing just shifted into high gear. And, And you've got these reports coming out of these schools and these districts that have policies where if, you know, Johnny starts talking about becoming, you know, Janie, and the parents can't know about it. it's it's hush, hush. You know the parents, you know they have to be in the dark. We can't tell the parents these these things. and 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 then eyes start opening and and parents start looking around and they start saying, "What in the world is going on? what What's happened to, to my school?" And they start leaving. They just start leaving. And and you know the people in charge. Say, oh, don't worry; they'll come back. They'll be back. In this after this post COVID thing is over, they'll be back. So that school year between you know the twenty twenty one school year, uh, they you know in places here in in Michigan and, and New York. I mean, I've I've read the reports to you that just the um, the amount of enrollment loss. What was massive. But there wasn't a lot of worry because, you know, the people in charge, the people on the left, you know, said, yeah, what after this year dies down, these kids are coming back. Don't worry. They're going to get tired of homeschooling or wherever they are. They're coming back. And they haven't come back. And not only have they not come back, but others have continued to just quietly walk away from the public school. And I have read the, you know. statistics to you. We've gone to the map. I mean, the map is, um, if you go to the 74million.org, there's a map there uh, entitled, uh, Thousands of Schools at Risk of Closing Due to Enrollment Loss. And you can just click on anywhere, just click on any, you know what, let's go to Michigan here. Since we're here and I'm in Michigan, let's go to Michigan. We're going to click on Michigan and see what Click on Flint. Let's let's see what's happening in the metropolis of of Flint, Michigan. All right. All right. So here's the map. I go to I go to Michigan. It's not going to open up for me. All right. I mean, this is I guess this is what happens when you when you try to do things live. Um, Oh, there it is. Okay. there. Let's go to Lansing. Eaton County County. Eaton County Youth Building Youth Facility has a 45% decline in enrollment. Let's go to Flint. Uh, Freeman School, 35% decline. Nethercut Elementary, 23%. Pierce, 33%. Potter School, 28%. Dole Ryder, 43% decline in enrollment uh let's let let's go to one other place here let's uh what's this Whalen 21 22 uh, airport middle College 20 percent decline in enrollment Constantine middle School 27 percent what's this one Montrose 24 Pontiac all right Pontiac that's where I was born and raised Pontiac Michigan Roger's school has a twenty-three percent decline in enrollment. The Elcott School, thirty-six percent. It just this is just quiet. You don't you don't hear anything about this, uh, but parents are just quietly walking away because they 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 know what's happening. They they see it, and they just they're just tired of it. They're just not going to be a part of it anymore. They understand that. Um, there are horrible things happening in their public schools just just horrible i um maybe i can get into this on the other side of the break but i'm looking at this article that the headline is chicago mayor supports removing police from high schools and we're talking about chicago all right this mayor this democrat brandon johnson who was part of the the teachers' union there in Chicago before he became mayor. And of course, the teachers' union pumped uh, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars into his mayoral campaign so they could then control the city through him. And, you know, now he says he comes out and he supports this idea of removing police from Chicago high schools. Why would you do that? Why would you take away... The element of security, I tell you what, if you live in Chicago, um, you, you would be, you know, you're you're going to want to be thinking about other alternatives. If, if you live in the city of Chicago, if you live in the Chicago school district, my friends, you're going to want to be thinking of alternatives because you're in trouble. You've got this mayor here who's part of the teachers union you know you would think that he would come in and want to do anything he could to support the schools that wouldn't you think that i mean is there anyone else <laughs> yeah i mean all of us are going to think that you know he's part of the he, he's part of the union he's part of the group that's out there to support teachers but you know we've talked about chicago uh, and and i've read to you the numbers i you know fox news had this report that uh, you know said that uh, out of the teachers union in Chicago, 17 percent of their budget actually went to support teachers, and the other you know whatever percent I don't know 83 percent went into you know overhead, the, you know the 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 union bosses' salaries into into po- political coffers into political donations. I mean, it's a mess. It's a mess out there. All right, we're up against it. We will pick this up on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: World class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. HealthyCell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off.
0: We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit
1: GenesisFolger.com forward slash Outloud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OutLoud. With Genesis, you're ready for anything.
0: Welcome back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bone. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are happy to have you on board. You can find us here Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. You can listen to us at AmericaOutloud.news on the World Class Media Player. Over the weekend, we were at a uh, a baby shower, and and somebody said, "Hey, how do I how do I find your your show in the podcast network?" And so I. You know, we got at the phone and went through Spotify. And if you type in America Out Loud, you know, all the all the shows here on the network pop up. And there I am. I'm there. I'm there. I said that's me right there. And you just pull me up. He was like, Yes. Thank you. You know, the I think one of the best ways to listen, this is the way I like to listen, is through the app. If you download the the America Out Loud Talk Radio app, you can you know, it's there for your iPhone, your Android, Alexa, download the app, and you can listen live at 2 p.m., but if you want to listen in the podcasts, you know, we're in the in the Spotify network, we're in iTunes, you can listen on iHeartRadio. I mean, there's a plethora of ways to find us and and listen, and we're just, you know, we're thankful that you're out there, we're, we're grateful for this audience. The out loud audience is the awake audience. You guys are awake. And you're out there, you're on the front lines. You're in the grassroots, and you're getting it done. You are a part of the rise of America Out Loud. You know, taking over the new media, and it's true. the The old corporate media is dead, and there's a new media out there. and And America Out Loud is is on the front line, and I'm just I'm happy to be a part of it. I am. I'm happy to have have a voice on this network among excellent voices that are on this network, many great writers. If you haven't been to americaoutloud.news lately, go check it out. Uh, the The website is organized beautifully. Uh, you can find, you know, hosts, podcasts, articles. And, and also, while you're there, visit americaoutloud.shop. If you use coupon code OUTLOUD, you will get 20% off. When you buy the Cofix Nasal and Throat Cleanse, you know it's part of my regimen. If, if you've listened to me for, for very long, it is what has kept me uh healthy this winter. I mean, it's it's part of it. Absolutely. I use it regularly. Uh, the nasal and throat spray. Out loud, coupon code out loud, and you will get 20% off. It's rated in the top 5 products for 2023 and it is uh tell you what it's a lifesaver it's a beautiful thing all right uh we you know we're 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 talking about the importance of of history and uh, you know what happens when we when we ignore it what happens when we don't teach it what happens when we just when we make stuff up and we start rewriting it Uh, You know, we've got this situation right now in Chicago where this mayor has said, "Eh, you know, we don't really need police in Chicago. This article says Chicago mayor supports removing police from high schools. Uh, The Democrat mayor Brandon Johnson told reporters recently he agrees with the city's board of education that police officers should be removed from the city's high schools. All right, so so the, the Board of Education in Chicago, eh, we don't really need police here. And, and the mayor's like, yeah, let's get rid of them. But, you know, it doesn't matter that the Chicago Police Department has a an, a 10 plus million dollar contract with the city's Board of Education. Uh, but the, the Board of Education wants to terminate it. Why would they want to terminate having police in their school building? Johnson told the Chicago Sun-Times last week that he will give the go-ahead for the police to be removed. Here's the quote. Nearly all the Board of Education members who approved last year's $10.3 million school resource office contract have been replaced by Johnson appointees. Oh, oh, okay. So the... the. The Chicago Board of Education last year wanted to have police in their in their buildings. They, they wanted police in the high schools. And they signed a, a $10 million contract with, with Chicago Police Department to have their presence in their school buildings. But but nearly, according to the Chicago Sun-Times nearly all the Board of Education members who approved just last year's contract with school resource officers have been replaced. By whom? You ask? Yeah, by the mayor. Mayor Brandon Johnson. He, he's, he's appointed new people. And, and now he says, here's his quote, the Board of Education is moving in the direction that I do support. There is an intergovernmental agreement between Chicago Public Schools and the Chicago Police Department to end that agreement, there's no qualms for me there. Yeah, I'm okay with that, and I've put people in place who are going to end that agreement. You know, Brandon Johnson was part of the teachers' union. You would think he would come in and want to support public schools, but he's a communist first. I mean, he's further left than Beetlejuice was. I mean, you you know, everybody was happy and excited to get rid of Beetlejuice from Chicago. This guy's further left than her. He is a a full-blown communist Marxist. And he doesn't want, you know, a police presence in the school building in, in Chicago. And that school board, you know, that wanted him there, those people are gone. They're gone. And he's got his own puppets in place. Uh, as a mayoral candidate, Johnson opposed officers being on school grounds. But after he was inaugurated as mayor, he reversed his position, asserting that the decision to remove officers should be made by local school councils. But now he's reversed himself again, you know, because the people that are are pulling the puppet strings behind Johnson have said, what? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. you know, the cops have got to go. And you better make sure they're gone. I mean, you got in this place because we paid for you to get in here. Now you do what we want you to do. D- I mean, is it is it any any different, truly? I mean, let's just be honest. Do you think it's happening differently? Because if you do, then, you know, I've got a bridge that I'd like to sell you. Or, uh, you know, there's some, you know, I'm sure you and I can sit down and talk through some deals. I mean, if you're this naive. In 2020, this is what the article says. In 2020, as the George Floyd protests surged, the Chicago Teachers Union urged the schools to rid themselves of the police. And, you know, of course, Brandon Johnson was a part of that union. And, and, and here, here's what here's their statement, quote, The students, along with the parents, teachers, and staff that support them have looked at the data. You think, really, you think students have looked at the data? I mean, really? Bunch of buffoons over there. Dean, Dean, be nice. Be nice. All right, the quote continues. Okay, they've looked at the data, experienced the brutality, and are calling for police-free schools in Chicago because they know the police are just brutal thugs, This is what the teachers' union is saying. Member of the CPS community, which stands for Chicago Public Schools, members of the CPS community are calling on the $33 million contract between Chicago Public Schools and Chicago Police Department to be better used for restorative justice coordinators. What in the world is a restorative justice coordinator? The social workers, nurses, trauma supports, and other critical programs in schools. So it's more critical to have trauma support and social workers in schools than it is t- in Chicago than it is to have police? Uh-uh. Not, no. Mm. Report surfaced that last month, the Chicago Board of Education was attempting to remove local school councils which are comprised of parents, teachers, and students. And they want to remove these councils of the authority to decide to have school resource officers present on their campuses. Reports indicate that this summer, the Chicago Board of Education will vote on whether the contract with the Chicago Police Department will be renewed. So the people that this mayor has put in charge of the the Chicago education system. The people that he's put on this board, not only have they, you know, kicked the cops out of school, but now they want to remove these local school councils, you know, which give parents some say. And they want these councils gone. They want these local councils to not interfere with their plans to indoctrinate the kids. You know, they're going to interfere with our plans. So let's... um, Let's let's go to Chicago here on the map. All right. There are 561 schools in the Chicago Public School District. That's massive. Uh, this elementary school has a 22% loss. This elementary, Burnside, 26. Chalmers Elementary, 28. Crown Elementary, 31. Geary Elementary, 20. Heyman Elementary, 21. Hearst Elementary, 22. McDowell Elementary, 25. Irving, 20. These are all elementary schools, by the way. Pilsen, 22%. Lozano, 24 Courtney Elementary, 50% enrollment loss. Neal Elementary, 30. Oglesby, 25. Otis, 25. Washington, 21. Jackson, 22. Sullivan, 26. Walsh, 27. Yates, 24 Finkel, 28. Uh, Chicago Military Academy High School, 22. Christopher Elementary, 46% enrollment loss. Ashburn Elementary, 30%. Sabin, 21. Orozco Elementary, 40% enrollment loss. Blair Early Childhood, 53% enrollment loss. Raby High School, 39% enrollment loss. Ruse Elementary, 22. Uplift Community High School, 56 percent enrollment loss. Douglas High School, 25 percent. Bronzeville High School, 60 percent enrollment loss. Magnet Elementary, 27 percent. Williams Prep High School, 50 percent enrollment loss. South Shore's Elementary, twenty-five percent. Ralph Ellison, thirty-three uh, percent, and the list goes on. Um, Aspira Charter Hagen Campus, forty-three percent. So listen, people in Chicago, uh, their eyes are opening. They they know what's going on, and they, uh, and they're they're. This is just a quiet. This is a quiet departure. You're you're not seeing this report anywhere. You know, I don't see this in in the Chicago Sun-Times or, you know, the the networks aren't covering this. This is just a quiet departure in Chicago. And families don't want to be a part of it. You know, there there are, are moms and dads in Chicago, Illinois, that truly care about their children and they don't want their children caught up in this in this garbage i mean this is a mess this is a mess what's happening in chicago is a mess and they've got a mayor out there who 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 wants it to happen they absolutely uh you know the the destruction of american education has been on purpose it's been relentless, and it's been on purpose. Tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to have a conversation with Alex Newman, and I promise you, he's going to open your eyes. If you have not heard Alex speak, if you've not read any of his books, his materials, you are uh, you're in for a treat. Uh, he's he, he's going to share some things with you that are going to knock your socks off. If if you're sitting back and, and you're reclined. While you're listening to tomorrow's show, your socks are going to be knocked clear off your feet, probably across the room. How does that even happen? How do you knock someone's socks off? Is it that you hit them so hard their their their, their socks fall off? I don't know. Uh, you're going to want to be a part of that conversation tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, I well, I hope we get into it. I really do. I hope that we get into what. Uh, you know, how this thing has happened on purpose because it has absolutely happened on purpose. They know what they're doing and, you know, they're proud of it, that they are proud of taking over education, you know, while we have sat back and just, you know, we've we've let it, we've just said, okay, I mean, we were over here looking in the political arena. You know, we were thinking the battle was over here in politics when that, my friends, was a diversion that wasn't the true front those were diversion tactics happening over there just to draw our attention away while they were stealing the hearts and minds of our kids and by stealing the hearts and minds of the young people they 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 steal the future of this country they can then reshape the future they can reclaim the future they can um you know you you can predict you can predict how you want the future to look Well, you know, just start working on it now in education. And then in in 10, 15, 20 years, that's what society is going to look like because it's what you're what and how you're educating the kids right now. So, yeah, you you can predict the future on a national scale. You can predict the future in a a local community. But by how you educate the population today, that's what the future is going to look like in 10 15 years. I mean we know this. This is just common sense. So hey, let's get rid of morality. Let's let's be done with it. And we we've, we've detailed this. I mean we've we've broken out the receipts. You can see when prayer and the Bible was kicked out of public schools you can see the decline in in society. We've gone through the through the stats. I mean, they're on my Instagram page. I need to update that page. I've not uh I need to revisit Instagram. You know, I'm so busy and I just get caught up in so many other things. I haven't had time to update Instagram. All right, I'm gonna have to go back and start paying attention to that. There's a lot to pay attention to, friends. There is a lot to pay attention to. And we've got to just, you know, we've got to stay at it. We gotta we gotta keep our heads on swivels and we gotta keep going after it. Uh, otherwise uh, this thing is uh, it's going to get away from us but uh, I, I have hope. I have hope I believe in us I believe in our ability to take it back and we'll talk more about it. Uh, we're up against the break. let's pick it up on the other side. you're listening to the Dean's list on America out loud talk radio.
1: George Washington once encouraged us to animate and encourage each other and show the whole world that a free man contending for liberty on his own ground is superior to any slavish mercenary on earth. That's exactly what we do, as you'll see when you visit AmericaOutloud.News. Now is our time my fellow Americans, America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all.
0: back to the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You're listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you for being on board with us. So once you start getting rid of history, and once you start removing true education from our school systems, then you can start introducing stupidity. Because you've spent some time dumbing down the education, you've spent time watering it down. Now you can introduce stupidity and the people buy it. The students buy it and the students grow up and uh, they go to college and college is also uh, instituting stupidity. I mean, there's not real education happening on college campuses. I mean, there's stupidity happening there. And then the kids leave college and then they get married. And you have raised a generation of Americans who are stupid. Just flat out stupid. Because stupidity has been the level of education. Uh, there's no other way to explain it. I mean, the the, the, the federal numbers, the, the the federal data that comes out year after year after year shows that over two-thirds of eighth graders are not proficient in anything in any course subject. you know history, reading, writing, math, none of it they're proficient in none of it uh, over two-thirds all right this this doesn't happen by mistake. this happens on purpose there is a purposeful watering down of American education so we can, you know, graduate kids that are stupid. And and, and the purpose is to do stuff like this article that I'm holding here in my right hand. All right. Are you ready for this? I don't know that you are. (laughs) This article is out out of Utah, and the headline is, Utah Lawmakers Advance Bill to Prevent the granting of personhood to nature. All right, now number one, congratulations to the lawmakers in, in Utah. Um, but there are people out there that want to that are proposing a bill that personhood should be granted to nature and things in nature. All right, personification is uh, a literary device. You, you know, it's where you you give. Human qualities to inanimate objects—that's personification. You know, the, the hills clapped their hands for joy. That's personification. But there are people out there who who really want this to happen. They want to grant personhood to nature, and they're trying to get this passed. Now, luckily, Utah lawmakers have brains, and they're like, "What? Yeah. No, no, this is stupid." This is pure stupidity. Now, if we don't correct course, there's gonna be a day when stupidity is passed. Well, it's being passed in states, in various states, stupidity is being passed. Um, you know, but but there there are people out there that that are still you know fighting it, that are still rooting for common sense. Uh the article says Utah lawmakers advanced a bill this week to prevent the granting of an inherent rights to nature. <laughs> I just <laughs> I read this and it just, it makes me laugh. All right. It's a movement gaining momentum among environmental activists. All right. So among people that are stupid. Dean, stop calling people stupid. Um, I, I okay. All right. I'll try. I will. I'll try. House Bill 249. The Utah Legal Personhood Amendments declares that only mankind may enjoy the legal rights and obligations of personhood. The Utah House passed the bill on Tuesday. It now faces consideration by the Senate. The bill expressly prohibits the granting of legal personhood to any artificial intelligence, inanimate object, body of water, land, real property, atmospheric gas. (laughs) astronomical object, weather, plant, non-human, animal, and any other member of a, uh, a taxonomic domain that is not a human being. The the astrom- the, the, the uh, atmospheric gas is what, I don't know, that got me. Republican State Representative Walt Brooks brought forth the bill amid efforts by environmental activists to leverage current U.S. law to grant legal personhood to the Great Salt Lake. So this is the way these people think. All right? The people on the left. Let's grant personhood to the Great Salt Lake, but let's not grant personhood to the unborn baby in the mother's womb. That's not a person. Okay, we can we can snuff the life right out of that thing. But but we need to we need to grant personhood To the Great Salt Lake. That, my friends, is stupidity. You can't call it anything else. You can't call it incompetence, I guess, might be a synonym. But stupidity is the chosen word here of the day. Representative Brooks explained during the House floor vote on Tuesday that a constituent brought the movement to his attention, a request he believed was in jest. Because it sounds like it'd be in jest, ah, that's that's a joke. Really, they want to they want to make the the Great Salt Lake up, you know, to have natural rights. Ah, that's funny. Uh, but he started doing his own research, uh, and he realized it, it wasn't in jest, it wasn't a joke. And so his bill was was formed on common sense. "Quote: I had to explain to my kids that you go to a dairy; those cows are pregnant because they need to be if they're going to give milk." But did anybody get the permission of a cow to get them pregnant, said Brooks? So if they were a person, that would be sexual harassment. So his point here is, you have to get permission, you know, if this bill were to pass, if you could give personhood to, you know, non-human entities or animals, you would need the cow's permission. Otherwise, it'd be sexual harassment against the cow. I mean, you would need the cow's permission for the cow to be pregnant. You you, you can't get a cow's permission, right? A, a cow doesn't have the ability to give you her permission. She's a cow. But this is what the, you know, Rush used to call them, you know, environmentalist wackos. And he was spot on. Uh, they're wackos. The, their uh, their level of, of intelligence does not rise above the level of stupidity. Uh, you know, this representative here is, is correct. Democrat State Representative Joel Briscoe indicated that non-human entities and beings should enjoy the legal rights of personhood. Since corporations may have legal rights under U.S. law, Briscoe said he wasn't sure whether granting personhood to the Great Salt Lake would be a good idea or not. What I do know is this, said Briscoe. Before I put into code and vote to put into code a prohibition against something that I'm told is dangerous without any examples, I would really love to see some detail. You don't, uh, well, you can't put some, some thought to it on your own, Briscoe, you can't rely on your own common sense to determine if this is dangerous or not. You can't put two and two together. Why are the Democrats like this? Why do the Democrats not have the ability to think through things? Or or maybe it is that they do, it, but they, they, they choose to go the route of stupidity. Why? In closing... Brooks impressed on the importance of definitions that reflect reality. Oh, oh, the Republican is is stressing the importance of definitions that reflect reality. Well, the Democrats don't do this. They don't focus on definitions that reflect reality. They focus on definitions that mean the opposite of the word. You know, diversity, equity, inclusion. I mean, there's, they, they, they they want the opposite. They don't want diversity. Uh, you know, they, they don't want equity. And they certainly don't want inclusion, at least not for all. Okay, o- only for some, but not for all. Uh, Brooks compared the hesitation to decline personhood for nature to the ongoing confusion over defining gender. Brooks is hitting it out of the park here's what he says. What I do know is this. A person is a person, and a tree is not. Neither is an animal. Neither is a stream. Neither is the air. I bet you, if you went back 10 years ago, no one had a question about what a woman was and what a man was. But we do get confused. No, no, I'm going to disagree with you there at the end. We don't. Well, okay, some people do, but they're kids, they're children, they're they're young adults. And this confusion has been seeded into their mind for years. And so they grow up confused, but they're educated to be confused. Uh, You know, we, we know what a woman is. We know what a man is. I mean, there's a Supreme Court justice who's not a biologist, so she doesn't know what a woman is. That, my friends, is stupidity. You know, what's what's currently sitting on the Supreme Court right now, that that's stupidity. Uh, and, and, and then we have, you know, our best and brightest over at the Berkeley School of Law applauding uh, statements of stupidity from a Supreme Court justice. Brooks continued. Uh, We value animals. We value our rivers and streams, wetlands, whatever it may be, our lakes. And there's ways that we can preserve them and go forward. But trying to mix the idea that it's actually a human person is not appropriate. Environmental activists have already undertaken similar measures in other states. So last October, according to the article, Milwaukee County in Wisconsin passed a resolution granting nature equal rights to mankind with the aim of securing greater protections for the county's bodies of water and and here it is this next paragraph's the kicker the movement to grant inherent rights to nature links back to the 2012 establishment of the United Nations intergovernmental science policy platform on biodiversity and ecosystem services this uh, this united nations group considers granting inherent rights to nature a significant public policy instrument now we have to start asking ourselves if this is something being promoted by the un you know what's the purpose what is you know what's truly happening here so if a tree has has natural human rights to it if you chop that tree down and use it for lumber you've committed murder you've killed the tree if you you know they they're, they're trying to stop our consumption of meat but if you give a cow personhood you you can you you can't now use that that cow for for meat or the pig or the or the chicken or the whatever you you, you know because they they that would be murder now now it's fine, you know, to to kill the 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 baby in the womb because that's not human. But that tree over there, you better believe that tree has got human qualities. And if you chop that tree down, do you see what's happening here? Are our, our eyes open? And this is part of the this is part of their education. This is this is how they want to infiltrate the the minds and hearts of our young people. Not gonna let it happen. I mean, not here, but I mean it's happening. So what do we do to stop it? The bill passed out of the Utah House with overwhelming support on Tuesday with 58 members voting for it and 11 against it. Only one Democrat voted for this bill to ban. The the bill was to vote to ban this nonsense, this stupidity. And all of the Democrats voted against the bill because Democrats vote for stupidity. I I don't see it any other way. Oh, my friends, we are up against it. We truly are. But, but there is hope. There is hope, and we have to, uh, we have to cling to that hope. You know, today, today is the birthday of Ronald Wilson Reagan, Ronaldus Magnus, as Rush used to call him. I miss Rush. He was born in 1911 on this day in Tampico, Illinois. the nation's 40th president at a time when many said that America's best days were behind us, and that the future would be one of fewer opportunities. I remember it clearly. I do. I was just a lad, but I remember it clearly. He spent much of his presidency reminding Americans again and again that this country is still a land of boundless potential, a beacon of freedom and hope for the world. This was what he said in his second inaugural. History is a ribbon, always unfurling. History is a journey, and as we continue our journey, we think of those who traveled before us. And we see and hear again the echoes of our past. A general falls to his knees in the hard snow of Valley Forge. A lonely president paces the darkened halls and ponders his struggle to preserve the Union. The men of the Alamo call out encouragement to each other. A settler pushes west and sings a song, and the song echoes out forever and fills the unknowing air. It is the American sound. It is hopeful, big-hearted, idealistic, daring, decent, and fair. That's our heritage. That's our song. We sing it still. For all our problems, our differences, we are together as of old. We raise our voices to the God who is the author of this most tender music, and may he continue to hold us close as we fill the world with our sound in unity, affection, and love. One people under God, dedicated to the dream of freedom that he has placed in the human heart, called upon now to pass that dream onto a waiting and hopeful world. Oh, man. Just that, that paragraph. Is so rich because it's who we are. The true America is, and 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 what what my friends, what if this what what if this is what was taught to your kids in history class? Well, what if this right here filled the history class of your students and filled their minds and hearts? What if they were filled with hope in in the purpose of this country, what this country was founded for, and what this country can be again? How would things change? All right. If you have a parent and and you have a, if you're a parent and you have a, a child in education somewhere in K-12, this needs to be your objective to find a, a school somewhere that's going to fill your children, going to fill their hearts and minds with this kind of information right here about America, because this, my friends, is who America truly is. It's what we were founded on. All right. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Join me tomorrow for my conversation with Alex Newman. You are going to love it. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.